Have you ever tried to barter a chicken for a cow? If you want the milk, it's not going to work very well. Because the cow is going to have to be cut up into pieces in order for you to exchange the chicken for the cow. We don't live on a barter system much anymore, do we? I mean, could you go to a farmer and say, here, I'll exchange my marketing degree and some marketing for some of your milk each and every day? Hmm, I wonder if you could do that. Could someone with a degree in economics go to a farmer and say, here, I have a better way, at least on paper, of making your cows reproduce? Can we make a deal? I think it would be very interesting. These chains are very difficult to carry, but we forge them every day, according to the story of A Christmas Carol. What is money for? Right? We don't barter anymore, so we develop this idea of of money so that we could make change. I have this much, you have a cow, we make change, and guess what? Now, maybe I have a cow, and you have some money or some change. Scrooge knew very well about making change. He was, he was very good at, at pinching the pennies. In the, in the um, Disney version, the latest one, um, you see in the very opening uh, place where his, his partner Marley is dead and laying in his coffin that Marley has pence on his eyes to keep his eyelids shut. And the undertaker... It holds out his hand to Scrooge to get a tip for beyond, you know, for the service that he has provided. And Scrooge reluctantly gives him two pence. And then immediately goes over to the coffin and takes the two pence off of Marley's eyes and, puts, and rubs them between his fingers. He knew the value of making change. Just as we know the price of things, don't we? If you're a Black Friday shopper, you probably really know the (laughs) price of things over this past weekend. There are many people for which this is their yearly sport outing. They spend all day Thursday, if they've eaten at all, looking through the circulars, going online, finding the greatest deals. When do we need to be at this store or that store or some other store? And they create this this whole event and extravaganza around going to find the best deal. As a friend of mine often says, it's like we're making money. (laughs) We know the price of things, as did Scrooge. In the story of Christmas Carol, it says that after Marley died, he never repainted the sign. He never changed the name on the sign because probably it would have cost too much money. And so when some well-wishers come to ask him for a donation for the poor, they, they, they say, is this Scrooge and Marley's? And he says, well, my partner's been dead these seven years, this, this day. And they are kind of confused because on the sign it says Scrooge and Marley's as if he were still alive. 
He keeps the coal in a locked box in his room of the counting house, not in the room of his, um, of his assistant. And so his assistant has a very small little one coal fire and when it goes out, he doesn't dare go in the other room during the day to get another coal. And so he wears his bedding in his room in order to keep warm. Scrooge knew the cost and the price of things. He was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone, Scrooge. A squeezing, wrenching, grasping, scraping, clutching, covetous, old sinner. What a great phrase from that story. His motto, really, even though he doesn't say it in there, was you reap what you sow, but he didn't know what he was sowing. He has no idea that he was sowing the chains that would bind him for eternity. We know the price of things, but do we know the cost of things? Scrooge thought that everything was about business. When, when Marley comes to visit him, if you know the story, when Marley comes to visit him, we hear the clanking of the chains and Marley explains that these are the chains that he forged in life that by his being such a great businessman, these were the chains that he, that he forged in life. And Scrooge thought that that's what life was all about about getting ahead in business, about holding on very tightly to things, that people get what they deserve. Perhaps Scrooge didn't know the story that Jesus tells about the vineyard. When the man who owned the vineyard went out, in the start of the day, he he made an agreement with the laborers and he said, come and work for me and I'll pay you a day's wage. So the laborers come. And they begin to work. And then he goes out realizing he needs more laborers and he, and at midday and he, and he gets some more laborers and, and, and they come and they work. And then he goes at three o'clock, the day is almost over and he gets some more laborers and they come and they work. And then when it comes time for them to receive their pay, those who came at the last part of the day come up first and they get paid a full day's wage. And those who came at noon get paid a full day's wage. And those who came at the beginning of the day are thinking, what? I'm going to get more. Only fair. But Jesus says that they received what they were promised. That God's grace is like that. That Jesus does not give us what we deserve. We do not, in God's economy, reap what we sow. That there is an exorbitant grace here. And that, if Scrooge can be redeemed, so can all of us. If his cold heart can be warmed, then all of us 
And all of those people, because none of us think that we're the Scrooges of this world, all of us who see the other Scrooges of this world, we can believe that they can be redeemed as well. That there is hope for each and every person. No matter how far they seem gone. Marley When Scrooge says to him, but Marley, you were such a good man of business. He says, business. My business was mankind, or as we would more appropriately say today, my business was humankind. Charity, mercy, forbearance, benevolence. He realizes in his death that if he would have looked to the light of Christ, that, that star that led the, the wise men to the baby Jesus, if he would have looked to the star of God, to the light of Christ, that maybe it would have led him to some people that he could have helped in his life rather than being so focused on what he thought was the business of life. What is money for? Making change. Making change in our world. We know that money has tremendous influence, don't we? And we, those who have some of it, can use that influence to change our lives and to change the lives of those around us if we are willing to follow that light, to have our hearts warmed by the light of Christ. And so what are our lives for? Our lives are made for change and for transformation. In Advent, in Advent, we look at the past and the present and the future. Just like in this story, we're going to hear from the ghosts of the past and the present and the future. Because in our lives, what we know is that Christ has redeemed our past so that we can live into the present and live into the hope for the future of all humankind. God in Jesus made a change in our past. Jesus came to be for us a way. He came to be for us our path. We follow Him on our journey He came to be for us a light in the darkness. He came to be for us truth, to give us a life set free from the bondage of sin, from loving the wrong things too much. Christ desires for us to be transformed, to strip away the chains of bondage and set us free to live in God's economy. So the miracle has already begun in us because of Christ for the sake of the world. God bless us, everyone. Amen.